Hey, what's up? It's Chase. Welcome to an episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show. This is a micro show. Today's topic is, as you might not be surprised, something that I'm very passionate about. Throughout the 11 plus year history of the show, I have done a lot to talk about ways that I've personally experienced or the, you know, other guests on this show or friends of mine, my personal discoveries, things that boost our health, our wellness, our creativity, our happiness, overall well-being, and very importantly, fulfillment. And every once in a while, I like to aggregate things that I'm focused on right at the moment. Now, I've done different episodes that incorporate this stuff like cold water therapy or you know, doing work on our childhood past where we can find out what made us happy and invigorated us as, and there might be cues for the future. But today's episode, today's micro show is about five things that I'm doing right now, five ways that I am actively pursuing with a goal of boosting my health and happiness. These are things that I do every single day and Again, you may be able to find hints of this stuff in previous shows or videos out there in the world, but I thought it'd be helpful in today's micro show to just sling five in a row at you that you can do right now. These are things that I'm actually doing, so I would invite you to join me in this process. Uh, I think it's going to be valuable, and I want to also let you know that if you're looking for some visuals to go along with this, I did put out a corresponding, not exactly the same, but corresponding video on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Chase Jarvis. Um, and I would invite you to, if you have some other ideas or suggestions or want to comment on this, shoot me a text at 206-309-5177. But now I'm going to get out of the way and intro five ways that I am currently working to boost my own health and happiness. Enjoy. Did you know that a good night's sleep will increase your ability to learn a new skill by 30%? I have noticed a pattern in our community that so many of you While you're pursuing your passions, you're running on empty, and it's very hard to be successful when you got no juice in the tank. Sleep is one lever, but there are all kinds of other things that we can do to manage our own health and happiness. These aren't expensive products or some crazy biohack. These are things that are virtually free or really, really cheap, and they're available to you right now. The first thing that I do every day is a meditation practice. Whether you do this for two minutes or 22 minutes, or whether you practice transcendental meditation, or you just sit here in a calm meditative state, the benefits are unequivocal, scientifically proven, and it is a huge way to take a step forward in the life that you want. Now the temptation is to rush this or to ignore it because you're fidgety, you're busy, you wanna get going in the morning, I'm telling you, this extra two, three, five, ten minutes will have a transformative effect on your day. So again, sit here, feet flat on the floor, hands on your thighs, nice posture, relaxed, and breathe. After my morning meditation, I love to get outside and move my body, just get walking. The very fact of having light pour onto our face and in our eyes, that helps reset our circadian rhythm. Also, there's this idea that 
flow happens while you're walking. The idea of walking after a long period of rest actually makes cortisol go back down in your body. So there's a host of other benefits aside from just being outside, hearing the birds and smelling the fresh air. All this stuff is critical to my day. Now, I don't wanna go deep here. I'm gonna make it very, very simple. I like to bucket my nutritional thinking into one of four modes. These are, I would not consider these diets, I would consider these ways of eating, and these are things that I have found work for me. One thing that I like to follow is what's called the slow carb program. This is outlined in great detail by my buddy Tim Ferriss. Uh, he's got it online, but also the book, The 4-Hour Body, does a great job. Essentially, this is just a lot of protein and a lot of slow carbohydrates, things like legumes and sweet potatoes, and avoids a lot of things like sugar. A second program that I like to operate on sometimes is just one where I eat zero processed foods. That is an zero, nada. Others that might work for you are keto, omnivore, the carnivore diet, or the whole 30. There's all kinds of things. I just like to keep it very, very simple. So a third one is what I call no plan. I don't like to live like this, but I do allow myself on occasion after a long stressful push or after eating super clean for a long time, the ability to let your body reset and I call it eating like a 14 year old. And the last thing I would talk about is, is the concept of intermittent fasting. I like to take this idea of just not eating for 16 hours, that it would be eating only during a window of eight hours during my day. I take this concept of intermittent fasting and weave it into the first two programs, my slow carb program or my uh, no processed foods program. I just like to keep it simple, keep it consistent and find out what works for you. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but did the pandemic make you really aware of how you were having to change your positions throughout the day and how you physically sat either in a helpful or an unhelpful way? The idea is this managing your physicality. This is both how we are and where we are. The how we are is the position that our body is in throughout the day. Now the stresses in the modern workforce, whether you are like me, a photographer whose posture got damaged from holding a camera out in front of me like this for 10 or 15 years, or maybe you're a mail carrier and you have to walk 20 miles a day, or you're a designer and you're hunched over your tablet, any and all of those things, they put your body sort of unwillingly in a position of compromise. And so it's your job or it's our job, I feel like, to try and counteract that by being intentional with how we sit, how we hold our bodies. And the final thing that I wanna talk about is measurement and accountability. Now by measurement, I do not mean some crazy spreadsheet. What I am talking about is that there are a handful of super basic apps and tools that you can use to track these habits and to hold yourself accountable. One, I use a thing called the Aura Ring to track all of my data throughout the day. This tracks my activity, my heart rate, uh, my body temperature, and it also tracks my sleep at night. The second app that I use to track my behaviors is an app called Habit List. And what Habit List allows me to do is track a series of eight to 10 behaviors that I want to do every day. And I've set these behaviors up over the course of the last several months such that if I do all of these behaviors every day, I know that I will be happier and healthier. So again, the goal here is progress over perfection. 
right? Sometimes we've been feeling so crappy. We've been doing things that don't support our health and our happiness, so don't support our biology. The idea of feeling good is even foreign to us. I believe that a handful of these things that I've shared with you and things that you are probably already aware of or maybe even doing in your life by, by providing a concerted effort around these things, you will be better off. Again, progress over perfection. If you fall off the wagon, all you need to do is to get right back on it. So I'm looking for comments. Let me know what you think. If you've got some additional ideas that you can share with the community, I'd love to see those ideas and I'm, I, I believe that so many other people here would too. So message from me to you, don't be perfect, be progressing. And until next time, thanks for paying attention. All right. Hey, before you go, thank you so much for listening. And I want you to know that I appreciate the time, the attention that you give to this show, to the guests and to yours truly. I wanted to take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to the saying that a rising tide lifts all boats. By elevating one another, by sharing and resharing the show, the tidbits that you learn, the experiences that you take away from here, we can collectively have a massive positive impact on the world. Now, whether you're new here to my orbit or you've been here for a decade, I would encourage you to think about how you can show up for your peers, for your fellow creators, and the people in your life that you really know and care about. And one way of doing that is to share this podcast. If you've got any value from one of these shows or if you've been listening for a long time, you're spreading the love means the world to me. That's how this show gets out. We don't spend a dollar on paid advertising for the show. It's you and me and the guests on the show that help reach new people every week. So I wanted to say thank you. I wanted to remind you that the only way this thing grows is if we grow together. And, uh, and I'm grateful for any and all action that you take to that end. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.